Today on the newscast, as the U.S. prepares to re-enter the Iran nuclear deal, I'll share three reasons why the world's number one state sponsor of terrorism should never, ever have the world's deadliest weapons. That's coming up. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. Today I will share three reasons why the Iranian regime should never have nuclear weapons. Before I get into it real quick, I just want to remind you that tomorrow, Thursday, April 22nd, right here on our Watchman YouTube channel, we will be having a live stream. That's right. I'll be taking your questions between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow, Thursday, April 22nd. Hey, bring some great questions. We'll be talking Middle East, prophecy, all that good stuff. And of course, I'll also share some personal stories. Last time, our viewers on the previous live stream discovered that I have a bullet in my hip and that I played college basketball. You may get some more interesting nuggets about the Watchmen tomorrow during this live stream. Come with your questions. Ask me anything. April 22nd, between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Time, tomorrow, here, live on the Watchmen newscast. Okay, let's get into the issue at hand today, Iran's nuclear weapons program. Israeli media reports are saying that Israel is pretty much resigned to the fact that the Iran nuclear deal is happening. It's going to be revamped, and the United States is going to re-enter that disastrous deal which President Obama entered into in 2015 and which President Trump pulled the United States out of in 2018 if Israel does wind up taking military action. And again, earlier this year, we talked about it here in the newscast, various Israeli officials, including the IDF Israel Defense Forces Chief of Staff, said, hey, look, we are preparing for the possibility that we may have to take action against those nuclear facilities when Iran's leaders vowed to wipe the state of Israel off the map and they possess the weapons to do just that, Israel, needless to say, feels uh, compelled to prepare for any contingency when it comes to Iran's nuclear weapons program. Now, the world, again, will howl if Israel does this, but I think later down the road, the world will thank Israel, probably not publicly, but behind the scenes, the world will breathe a sigh of relief, just as it did in 1981 when Israel took out Saddam Hussein's nuclear reactor in Iraq, and just as it did in 2007 after Israel took out Syrian dictator Bashar al-Assad's nuclear reactor. Imagine a nuclear situation uh, in terms of Saddam Hussein possessing the bomb or Bashar al-Assad possessing the bomb, knowing what we know today. So there is a track record here where Israel says, hey, we're not going to let tyrants and dictators who are devoted to our destruction acquire the bomb. We're just not going to do it. So all that said, three reasons why I agree with Israel in this case, that Iran should never, ever have the bomb. And I think you should agree, too. Number one, a nuclear Iran would spark a Middle East arms race. Folks, if you think the Middle East is chaotic and volatile right now, imagine if Iran breaks out, announces it has the bomb, you will see Turkey, Egypt, Saudi Arabia, for starters, all drive in short order 
to acquire a nuclear weapon. You think the Middle East is a powder keg right now, a tinderbox. How would it look to you and how would you feel if the entire region was jockeying to acquire the world's deadliest weapons and a nuclear Iran, obviously a very dire prospect, but I have to mention again, the prospect of a nuclear Turkey under the rule of Recep Erdogan, the radical Muslim Brotherhood tyrant in Turkey right now is also a very chilling proposition. So that's the number one reason why Iran should never have the bomb. Number two, uh, Iran's proxies. What do I mean? A and B. A, an Iranian bomb would provide a nuclear umbrella of sorts for the likes of Hezbollah in Lebanon, Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad in Gaza, the Houthis in Yemen, perhaps even those Iraqi Shia militias, all controlled by Iran, the head of the snake in Tehran. Say Hezbollah and Israel, hostilities break out, and we know they're coming in a major way. Say they break out. Would Israel think twice about striking Hezbollah and striking them hard if Hezbollah's Iranian master had the bomb? And if Iran said to Israel, if you dare strike Hezbollah, we will, hey, we'll go nuclear. It may sound implausible, folks, on its face, but expect the unexpected in today's Middle East and also the Iranian regime, which is an apocalyptically minded regime, is unpredictable in that sense, which also brings me to point B there. Could Iran share their nuclear technology and pass off a bomb to one of their proxies? Hezbollah would obviously be the likeliest candidate there. We've seen Iran again and again over the past several years try to transit advanced missiles and weaponry, precision-guided munitions, into the hands of Hezbollah. What else would Iran try to transit into the hands of Hezbollah if it did indeed have the bomb? And I don't think Iran would just develop one nuclear weapon, folks. They would start an assembly line as much as they could and try to obviously develop multiple bombs, just like Iran's good friends in North Korea have done. Think about how North Korea has used their possession of the bomb as sort of a, a deterrent. Iran would not only use it as a deterrent against attacks, again, that nuclear umbrella attacks against Iran and its proxies, but Iran would use it, I believe, to go on the offensive, which brings me to the third reason why Iran should never have the bomb, because I believe they would actually use it. There's a very good chance that the Iranian regime would use the world's deadliest weapons. You might laugh and say, no, no, you're crazy. They would just do it uh, to deter any potential attacks by Israel or by the United States or by Saudi Arabia or some Sunni Arab coalition. Uh, they would use it to, to just flex their muscle and pretty much blackmail the world even more than they have already, perhaps set the price of oil and threaten OPEC as well. There's a lot of nasty scenarios, threaten Saudi Arabia and those oil fields as well. Uh, perhaps march into Saudi Arabia. With, with the bomb, the possibilities are limitless for the Iranian regime and limitless in all the wrong ways. But I think of the Iranian regime's ideology, folks, and it seems to demand destruction and an apocalyptic showdown with Israel and the West. You know, two historical incidents that really come to mind in this vein. Number one, pretty recent history, as a matter of fact. Number one, Hashemi Rafsanjani, 
He passed away a few years ago. He was Iran's president. Back in 2001, he said that Israel is a one-bomb country, but that the Muslim world could survive any Israeli nuclear counterattack. I think that gave you a window into the regime's thinking, and it's hard to argue with what he said in that some 75% of the Israeli population lives near the Mediterranean coast in and around that Tel Aviv metropolitan area. So this is how the regime looks at it. Israel is a one-bomb country. That's one. Secondly, the Iran-Iraq war, a very, very bloody affair during the 1980s. People don't talk about it much right now, but one million people were killed during the Iran-Iraq war. During that war, the Iranian regime, the same mullahs and ayatollahs who run that country today, had a martyr's brigade of young Iranians, 12 years old, 13 years old, uh, young kids, teenagers. They took these young kids aside, the best and brightest of Iran. They put plastic keys around their necks. They told these kids that these were the keys to paradise. And if they went and cleared that minefield, they would be in heaven instantaneously after they blew up. So guess what happened? Thousands of young Iranian boys, 12 years old, 13 years old, elementary school kids, high school kids, ran to their deaths with these plastic keys around their necks, blew themselves up on the minefields of the Iran-Iraq war. Thousands of them on orders from the Ayatollah Khomeini and the Iranian regime. So folks, I leave you with this thought and I ask you, if a regime with such little regard for human life, its own, its own citizens, its best and brightest kids, would hesitate to use the world's deadliest weapons. The little regard they have for their own people is nothing compared to the small regard they have for the infidels, in their view, in Israel and the United States. And by the way, I mentioned existential threat to the United States. There's a reason that the Iranian regime is developing intercontinental ballistic missiles, ICBMs for short. Those ICBMs do exactly what their name says. They are designed to travel across continents, across oceans, and they're made for one reason only, to mount them with a nuclear warhead. They're not for Saudi Arabia, Israel, even Europe. Those ICBMs are for the great Satan, in Iran's view, the United States. So there you have it, folks, the three reasons why Iran should never have the bomb Hey, you know, folks, I follow this very closely, and I could, with, with what I know, I could be hiding under a rock every day and hiding and saying, the world is crashing down around me. But I'm not hiding under a rock because I put my faith in the rock. I've built my life on the rock, and his name is Jesus. Now, I've had other commenters say, hey, you know what, Stacklebeck, you had me until the end when you threw that religious stuff in there, and then I tuned out. Keep the God stuff to yourself. You know what? No offense, but I'm in these times, these perilous biblical times that we are living, I'm going to share it. And if you don't have God in your life and you don't know Jesus, I would say now is a pretty good time to start. Trust me on that. He will never leave you or forsake you. As this world is indeed crashing down, he still sits on the throne and he will be your rock and he will give you the peace that surpasses all all understanding. So I will continue to share. God bless you. Thanks for subscribing. I hope you stick around even when I do share the message of truth. Hey, one last mention, one last reminder. Tomorrow, Thursday, April 22nd, 
between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Time, live stream here on the Watchman YouTube channel. Join us and bring your questions. I look forward to getting to know you better as you also get to know me better. We love our subscribers and our viewers here at the Watchman Newscast. Until 4 o'clock Eastern Time tomorrow, God bless you. Thanks for joining us. And remember, never hold your peace.